Dave, it's me, Dave. I know you want to shimmy in the sun with all your friends, but right now, <laughs> seriously, don't. Hang out from home, where pants are optional. You can do it for America. Oh, Phoenix! <laughs> hey, yo. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Chair Shot Radio, we are here this week. My name is Greg DeMarco at Chair Shot Greg on all of your forms of social media. We also have hashtag Miranda Miranda Morales and the wrestling realist Patrick O'Dowd. We're going to do their openings a little bit different this week just because, I don't know, because it's my show. As Patrick O'Dowd stole that line from me this week on Bandwagon Nerds, but he uh, he did he did credit the the original, the originator which is, is, you know, appreciated, but it's yours, man. Use it. Use it all you want. Uh, real quick, ChairShot Radio is part of the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can hear at thechairshot.com. Always use your head. That same chairshot.com is where you can get all of your wrestling news, reviews, opinions, and analysis with attitude. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. If you're picking up the show on one of your, your, your favorite podcast feeds like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, whatever you might be getting it on, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, like the show, give us a five-star review, do whatever you want to do, just just keep it positive and we can, uh, we can have some fun with that. But that's all done in support of your good friends here at TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I am uh, at ChairShot Greg on social media. As you guys, my, I don't even know if I said it. I'm getting text messages from like multiple people at the same time. Um, but I, uh, you can follow me, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all the same. Also, if you want to um, 
you can email me at gregdemarco at thechairshot.com. Head on over to thechairshot.com forward slash gregdemarco. It's all there. You can find everything that you might need. Patrick, go down to Miranda Morales. How are you guys doing? Just before the show, I was reliving my uh, my childhood. So good, good. Oh, that's reminiscent. Wow, I feel like I didn't do any of that right before the show. <laughs> so now I, I don't feel very accomplished. Working. I mean, ESPN wasn't rolling old baseball games that meant something to you, were they today? Probably not. No, because baseball means nothing to me. So that's oh. also. And, and I say childlike innocence. It was 2011. Is that, when, <laughs> is that when the Cardinals won the World Series last? Not yeah, last, they, right? They, they, they replay. Yeah, yeah. It was the last time they won oh, the I'm World sorry. Series. It, it, was, it was the Game Six game against the Texas Rangers, mm. where they were down to their last strike in consecutive innings and pulled off a miracle comeback and win. Won it in the eleventh and won the series the next day. That's great. That's really fun. We're glad to hear that that happened almost a decade ago. So you're doing just about as good as I'm doing. And if you guys don't know how I'm doing, I'm doing fantastic, man. Right, so we are going to have some fun today, but before we do, I wanted to give you guys a quick reminder. Um, there's something that Patrick O'Dowd and Miranda Morales have access to that they have not used yet. That is the Danger Zone. They can play in their Danger Zone card whenever they want to. Basically, if I tell them I don't want to talk about something and they want to talk about it, I have no choice but to let them do it. Now, if they use it, they can't use it again the next week. So it's basically a two-week break by default when that happens. So got to choose wisely. And we'll see. There might be a reason to use one this week. We'll see if it entices anybody. Who knows? Uh, you just you just never know. So we will uh, we'll find out. So I have a brand new microphone. I have earbuds in my ears. You know what that means? Everything's different than it has been for the past, like, two. Oh, shit. We've been using. How long have I been on the headset, Patrick? Like eight years. Probably eight and a half yeah, years. It's been a long, long time. Yeah. You so this is weird. Been on this is weird. For a while. Oh, well, we'll make it work, right? We'll figure it out. We always do. I can play with it afterwards and, and, you know, audio editing software at the click of a button, you can fix things without having to do an actual lot of editing. Trust me. I've been doing a lot of that shit lately. Well, so I know. Joking like uh, that, uh, you, that people can't see your mic, but it very much is reminiscent of, of a la Bob Barker, you know? Like you're ready to carry it, you know, around with you, and uh, you know, uh, ask people if the price is right. I just took a picture of it so I can share it later on on uh, I mean, on social you media. Actually, carry it around though, like you know, it might cause head. noises if I do that. Like I don't know, and then the volume's gonna be all weird and different. Watch, I'll put it down. Yeah. I'm sure you can hear that. So it's got a mute a button. Bit, 
but the mute button makes noise, so I can't use which defeats the purpose of a fucking mute button that it makes noise, but and that's why I bought it. But I got a little yeah. volume control button too, and, and it's like now you can hear me. Hear me now. You can hear me again. Now I get really loud. Now I get back to normal. Remember East Ventura when he's talking and he's opening and closing the the sliding glass door. I know Patrick <laughs> remembers. Like that's right in the wheelhouse. So that's what it feels like. You know, I cut the opening like this to save time. That didn't work. So I well we did a little bit. We're at eight and a half minutes right now. So might have might have worked just a little bit because in fact we're gonna transition. And we're going to transition, as, as you guys know, on your rundown, the first little bit of italics. It's time for Miranda Morales to sell some T-shirts. Yes, in the great words of Bruce Buffer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com and check out all of the shirts available, all in support of the chair. Well, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. If you want to do that... We got to do that. So here's what I need you to do. I need you to say in, in, in the words or immortal or wherever you used of Michael Buffer or of, of Bruce Buffer, because that's who that one yes. is. Um, but don't say it's time. Just just do that. Just, just, just do everything you did, but don't say it's time. Then once it's over, you'll know it's time to start the commercial. So just 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 do it. Okay. Just trust me. You've trusted me with a lot of things. Trust me with this. Okay. One. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the immortal words of both buffers, I'm I'm sure. You can go. It's time. She did not trust you, Greg. No, she didn't. Okay, let's try it one more time. Just, just yes. And it's not both buffers. This only Bruce Buffer does this. Michael Buffer does not. Okay. He does the the the. Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, Michael did Nitro. Bruce does yeah. UFC. Yeah. Bruce is probably more well known in at this the point immortal, in the immortal world. Words of Bruce Buffer. For you to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to check out all of the t shirts available in support of the chair There you can find over 25 different shirts there, different shapes, different sizes, different all of all of the differences that you can find there. Um, of course, you can find some really cool designs uh chair shot worldwide the og chair shot shirt multiple always use your head shirts of course the unofficial official shirt of patrick o'dowd hashtag save tag team wrestling baron corbin sucks because it's true and of course the queen of soft style t-shirt available for you all these t-shirts start at 19.99 but you know what if you want to treat yourself you can and spend a few extra dollars to get it in soft style and prowrestlingtees.com is having a memorial day sale starting on may 21st through may 25th 20 percent off everything so hey this is a perfect time now to invest in some great chair shot t-shirts. So go ahead, go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot t-shirt today. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. Yes. Diamonds on. Dave, it's me, Dave. That song, of course, is for the wrestling realist Patrick O'Dowd. Follow him. On the Twitter, at Wrestling Realist. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Patrick Redout, also the host of Bandwagon Nerds, right here on the Chair Shot Radio Network. 
which of course you can find at thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Patrick, the show dropped today, which of course we're recording this on Tuesday, May 19th. What can people listen if they go back to thechairshot.com and find this edition of Bandwagon Nerds? What are they going to find? They're going to find a chaotic, loaded bandwagon as we had six members on the panel this week. That number's going down. Just too damn many people. But we did have a really good conversation about uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, particularly around Deadpool and where he fits. Will he fit? Will we get him in the MCU or will he get his own movie? That was the highlight of the show. Uh, And Christopher Platt derailing everything. And Christopher Blatt derailing everything caused by Rick derailing everything. So it's really just a... Yeah, it was, it was a perfect storm of derailment. Der, derailing dominoes is what it was this week on Bandwagon Nerds. That theme song, not nearly as good without a roaring motorcycle in the background. Like, it just doesn't quite resonate the same. The reason for the Dead Man, uh, the American Badass version theme song, is because, well, everybody knows about the success of ESPN's Michael Jordan documentary titled The Last Dance. Of course, that just finished. You can hear the Pot is War special on The Last Dance, which is going on for the past five weeks over at thechairshot.com. That has been so much fun for the host and so successful that they are now starting a sports show every week called the Three Man Weave that will be debuting here in the next few weeks at thechairshot.com. So more content for you. You're welcome. I'm not even going to find the sound bite. Just, just know that you're welcome. And of course, WWE kind of did a follow-up to The Last Dance and, and piggybacked a little bit on The Undertaker called The Last Ride. Now, I have a question about that for you guys, but first... I need to talk about something that came out in this week's edition of The Last Ride. And, of course, I'm, you know, rubbing my hands together because <laughs> so hard. Greg was right again. Once again, Greg was right. Patrick, I know you, you've been hearing this for, for 16 years, more than 16 years now. Greg was right again. Greg was right. You, you were. I was. Miranda I just knows that Greg was right. But that's okay. Yeah. So, so do you want to tell him, Patrick, or do you want me to tell him? Since, since you know, no, this, you, is, this, this is your moment. Okay. Man. Take your moment. Enjoy your. So, moment. WrestleMania 33, which has been a big part of the last ride, took place a few years ago down in Orlando, and the main event was Roman Reigns versus the Undertaker. And we talked for a long time on this show, uh, Patrick and I, when the Undertaker removed his boot. First of all, after the match was over, he put all his shit back on, which is kind of weird, but that's what he did. And then he takes everything off—the gloves, the jacket, the hat. And leaves them in the center of the ring and then goes. And, and of course, there were all these shots like they were they were breaking down in the stadium and it was still in the ring and, and they, like no one would remove it. And we swore up and down that that meant what for the Undertaker? Patrick, go down. Well, I mean, traditionally, that means that you're done, that you're retiring and that you're most people just leave their boots, but the Undertaker left his hat and his, his coat. And we hung our hats on that for yeah, a year. And then WrestleMania 34 happened, and I still remember we were in the chair shot DM group, and I just remember, Welp, 
when the Undertaker actually came out to <laughs> to fight to fight John Cena. Um, and Cena sliding away from the Undertaker in fear was was the best part of that whole I don't call it shenanigan filled whatever. Um, and I told everybody right then and there because everyone was like, "You were wrong. Undertaker was never retiring." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "No." He after that match with Roman Reigns, he was going in for double hip replacement surgery. And I told everyone, and I had it confirmed for me, that he didn't know if he was ever going to wrestle again. So he had to plan for the potential retirement. And so they had to do that just in case and gave him a way out, which they used when the lightning struck it at WrestleMania 34. And lo and behold, Patrick, what was confirmed on the most recent edition of The Last Ride? That... It was a way out for him if he couldn't actually wrestle again. But then, of course, he had a way back in after his double hip replacement surgery, and he felt good enough to wrestle again. So basically, if someone's going to be right about something, it's going to be me. It's gonna be May. It's still May. It's May 19th. I just want to point out that I was right. That's all. You know, it's, it's my, my glorious moment. This is such good shit. However, the real reason why I'm bringing up this topic is to talk about the last ride, the last dance, that, that sort of thing. Taking The Undertaker out of the equation, and I do think The Last Ride is the perfect... I don't care if it's copycat thing of The Last Dance, right? I think it's great. Um, who do you think in WWE deserves that treatment who do you think they could do a 10-part series like the last dance interview them give them access give you know the gloves came off with mike pretty much on the last dance who would you like to see that who do you think it would be good as good as michael jordan per se for wwe and the wwe network what do you guys think patrick let's let you go first well, when I, when I saw the question, I immediately went to a guy that was interviewed quite a bit talking about The Undertaker, and that was Shawn Michaels. Uh, and really looking at that last sort of... He, I always talk about it, that period from him and The Undertaker showing down at the end of the Royal Rumble through WrestleMania 26. Like, I would be very interested to... Even if it was just that last run, like, I think that could be a good 10-part documentary sort of series. Um, and that, like, that was the first one that I would watch that I would, I would definitely follow that, especially if they do talk about sort of how his life took a turn, what sort of changes, you know, he, he made in his life, you know, from the reputation he had to the person he is now and just what he did for the company in, in, a in that, that span, because you can't argue that he, you know, we talk about Mr. WrestleMania, his, his the back half is, of his career from like Kurt Angle on was just amazing. It would be terrific to, to, to follow, I think, in a documentary. Miranda, what do you think? Oh, he stole mine. Boom. But I think. <laughs> I'm surprised. Still... I'm surprised by that, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, because Shawn Michaels was the first person that came to mind, honestly, um, for a lot of those same reasons, highlighting his story and how much he's changed and evolved uh, over, you know, the past, you know, gosh, 20 plus years and especially later in his his career um, and even the, the comeback a, a little bit, too, um, with Saudi Arabia. I think that would be really interesting to highlight just in the same way that Taker was 
nervous coming back after surgery and even going into this match with Roman Reigns, I'm very curious to know what it would be like or what it was like for Sean to, to come back after having, you know, a huge retirement. But the other person that just came to mind um, was John Cena. And I think it's because he's, of course, had a really lengthy career, but everything that he's done over the past few years, um, it, it's just been very interesting to see how his career has evolved and changed um, due to going more mainstream, going more into to movies and TV and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, really just learning more about that mindset of, being the one person who was the flag bearer who said he was never going to leave. And then, uh, well, he actually did, but it's, I think it's just also a process of evolution. Um, and hopefully the same for him being able to look back at some of his earlier matches and rivalries and being able to talk more about those and, and the perspective now, uh, something I would love for, you know, he's talked a little bit about, but would love to get more insight on too, is like the whole nexus angle, you know, was, is there truly any regrets or things he wish he would have done now that he's had this lengthy career and knowing what, happened with Nexus and kind of how over they were and, and how they ended up just kind of falling apart, would he have suggested anything different or advocated anything different? And I know there's a lot of elements to that story as well. And it wasn't just him, but, you know, supposedly he had a, a really big hand in, in the way that things played out uh, with that storyline. So I, I'd be very interested in, in that, um, him telling, you know, his stories. Now, had John Cena not destroyed the Nexus, we never would have had the core, you know, never mind. That's a bad <laughs> the, I, I uh, really want to know. I really want to know about that time he gave a kid cancer for his birthday. <laughs> I saw that on a meme somewhere. So it's got to be true, right? He gave a kid cancer. He gave a kid cancer just so he could be his make a wish wish later. Is right. all it was. Yes. He he inflated World his own numbers. Record, baby. The reason he has the record is because he inflated his own numbers by by infecting kids with disease and then going and visiting them. Mm -hmm. and I mean, he them. can't get the sixteen time championship. He's going to get some other type of uh, oh, he's got record. It. I thought, you know, I, I could have seen Miranda going with Stone Cold Steve Austin just because it's her personal favorite. For me, I think a really fun person to do this on would have been The Rock. And more in his returns after after leaving and, and kind of the way he left. You know, the two match series with John Cena, especially because everybody harps on the never before, never again. And then, of course, they did it again. And which, you know, I'm one of the few people that's okay with it. But all the times he came back, and, and I'd love to hear, like, Rusev's, and of course Rusev's not there anymore, but Rusev's take on what happened when, you know, The Rock supposedly buried Rusev and Lana. And everybody, every time he comes back, he buries whoever he works with. And, and you can actually, you know, somewhat use that phrase. And I would love to hear those people explain how they felt about it, because it's probably not nearly as bad as the fans felt about it. So I think that would be a fun perspective to have as well. Um, so there, we just gave them like four or five different options. I mean, you're welcome. Right. Well, WWE. and it's really interesting because to do that sort of thing, like you look at, if you're trying to do a comp to Michael Jordan, it's gotta be somebody who like transcended the business and right. all of those names are, are legit folks. You know, I, hey, I'm hard friend. The other person, honestly, that, you know, it'll never happen, but trips. Yeah. Yes, stop well, reading my mind, Patrick. That's well, just yeah. We're just in sync tonight. We're in sync. Yes. There you go. Right here. Wavelengths. But yeah, no, I mean, in, in trips, like, some of the, and the, the other thing that's interesting about wrestling is that when are people really done a lot of times? You know, who's yeah. really, like, we, 
the and even with the Undertaker, like it's the last ride. But now we're two episodes in, and now we're looking towards the Saudi Arabia show. And I think Michelle McCool, her quote in the whole like on the next one where she talks about the cycle where he's going to work a match, he's not going to be happy with it, and it's going to start the cycle all over again. That's one of the things that makes this kind of challenging for wrestlers is because a lot of professional wrestlers, like Ric Flair, retired and then went and worked for TNA. Now, it doesn't count because that was garbage, but whatever. <laughs> See Greg making faces over there. Um, but but you know what I mean. Like, it just, like, look at how many times Terry Funk retired. Right? I mean, <laughs> Rick, look, Ric Flair was retired by Shawn Michaels. He came back. Then Shawn Michaels came back. So it, it's, you know. And but ten, so so Ric Flair was retired by Shawn Michaels. Ric Flair came back. Shawn Michaels was retired by The Undertaker. Shawn Michaels came back. The Undertaker was retired by Triple A or by Roman Reigns. The Undertaker came back. So now whoever retires the Undertaker, or whoever retires Roman Reigns, he will come back. So that's basically the 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 pattern that we have. By the way, I I, I uh, think I heard you mention In Sync. We are just the pillars of efficiency today, 25 minutes in, and we're getting ready. This next topic, I think, might take some time, and so that's why I wanted to, to save some time for it. And uh, But before we do that, I want to tell you really quick about Powerslam.tv, our good friends over there. Head on over to Powerslam.tv. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT and get yourself a free month. You can get a free week by going over there by yourself and, and just signing up, but why get a free week when you can get a free month? And here's some information about that right now. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Over 150 of your favorite promotions and Combat Zone Wrestling. That's powerslam.tv. Use the promo code ChairShot. Use the promo code ChairShot. Pick up that, uh, that, that free month. Only six bucks after that. Definitely worth it. New content added every day. Head on over to powerslam.tv. Promo code ChairShot. Patrick, I know this is a dumb question. Remember the Combat Zone Wrestling show we went to? Oh, the longest seven hours of our lives. Basically, almost 14 years ago now. Like seven literally. hours? Oh, it was bad. Oh, my it was God. Terrible. It did not end. It was the Tournament of Death. No, it was not the Tournament of Death. It was Best of the Best. We would never go to Tournament of Death. Who would ever Who would ever go to a Deathmatch Tournament? Who would ever ring announce a Deathmatch Tournament? I mean, come on. Does it really matter? I mean, we all know the pay-per-view titles mean nothing. So, Miranda, this was a, it was a great weekend. Greg and I, like, we hit three shows that weekend. We drove to Long Island. To, to catch an ROH show, 
Okay. And then there was a double shot CZW. It was during the CZW ROH crossover. Feud. Yeah, big time oh. stuff, right? Big so time stuff. Promotions were invading each other. Homicide was like this big part of the, the whole angle because it was like whose side he's going to be on. But anyway, so there was this show. And where was the where was the CZW show, Greg? That was at the that... ECW arena. Right. Um, but then we had to get to, and the ROH show was in Edison. Yep, that was Edison. We had to get so, from Philly to Edison on the New Jersey Edison, Turnpike. New Jersey. And I remember they they had made all these assurances that like, don't worry, the show will be done in plenty of time so the ROH fans can get there. So they do this whole tournament. It goes on forever. We get to the finals. And, and did we stay for the aftermath, Greg? Or did we we did didn't. Really? We, we did not stay for the aftermath because there's a whole other match that we didn't even see. And, right. and it was just so, I mean, and not only that, but this tournament was a 12 person tournament. The first round matches were a triple threat match. Right. But then the right. second round match was whoever won the triple threat match wrestled, whoever they didn't get pinned, like whoever they didn't pin in the triple threat match. So right. it, and that was the logic court- is that it's, oh, it's it CZW. My favorite memory <laughs> from that whole thing though, is that, so Christopher Daniels stuck around for an angle all the way to the end. And he yeah. was at the time, I think he was riding with Matt Seidel because yes. they beat us. They beat us to the arena, but I will never forget. Cause we had to get gas. We're, <laughs> we're walking up to the arena though. Seidel is trying to like get gear and shit. Like, I don't know if Daniels made him carry his bags or what, but like Seidel's like opening the back of this car and all this shit falls out inside. I was like, Oh gosh. And he, he's like all like hassled, like trying to pull all of this crap and like get it in. And he looked, it, it was like, this is exactly the kind of dude that I would expect Matt Seidel to be outside right. of the wrestling ring. Like, Not <laughs> only that, he was riding with Christopher Daniels, who, of course, he wrestled at the ROH right. show we went to. And that, one of my favorite moments ever was he, he hits a move on Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels kicks out, and Matt Seidel says, but that was my finisher. <laughs> was, I remember that. Yeah. That was just amazing. Of course, that was also the weekend of the infamous chair riot that Patrick O'Dowd and I were a part of. Oh. He did not participate in. You and didn't. Ah, uh, you didn't participate. He in didn't the chair, throw a right? chair. Yeah. No. I, I don't, I'm. I'm a terrible fan. Like, <laughs> I am. Like it's. it's true. Like I don't. I don't want to get into the whole. Like I didn't want to throw the chair. Like everybody around me throw a chair. Oh, yeah. Threw my chair. This is true. I threw my chair. <laughs> I, threw my I threw Patrick's chair. I helped a kid in front of us throw his chair. I was all about <laughs> I mean, throwing chairs. I'm. I'm. A, I'm, I'm kind of an anxious person as it is around stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Like there was a time I had the opportunity to meet Christopher Daniels in a McDonald's and wouldn't do it. Like I think it was that same week. No, it might've been final battle weekend. It wasn't the same show. It was that. Yeah. That was at Edison where we met Samoa Joe. Cause Joe got there first. Yeah. Joe and homicide. Eating like eating like seven quarter pounders with cheese. Um, just got to no, keep Joe the gimmick up. Homicide was a different show. Oh, he was with Julia. Um, no, I think they were both there, but Homicide was with Julia Smokes. But if you see Homicide and Julia Smokes in a public place, you're not going to talk to them. Like, it's just not going to happen. Right. But Greg, like, totally just, you know, does what Greg does. And this is how yes. I get dragged into shit is that Greg just does, like, I don't do what Greg does in terms of, like, talking to people. It's just not who I am. Like, Greg walks up to Joe, like, shakes his hand, says hello, thanks for the show. Like, I'm like, the the hovering in the background psychic guy being like i, I think i talked to daniels in line no you did not did i not um you did not <laughs> maybe i was just trying to get you to talk to daniels in line 
Yeah, you were trying to get me to talk to Daniels and Ratline, and it was like Daniels, Sal Renaro, um, your best friend who hasn't shipped you his shirts yet. Um, <laughs> and... It's never going to happen. And Roderick Strong, I think, was one. It was like five of them. Like they just all came walking in all at once. And you're like, you should go say hi. I was like, no, nah, man, I can't do that. No, I, I just. And then we told that story to Christopher Daniels during his first right. appearance on this show, years yeah. years later, but years ago, all at the same time. What did he say? Like, oh, you should have you should have said hi. Probably. Good. I don't I'm remember. glad you didn't say. You know. I don't know. I had a hard enough time getting through that interview. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor thing. <laughs> no, I like he's my favorite wrestler. Like I'll tell you. No, I believe I you. I love him so much, so much so that when Greg was playing the music to start the show, and he texts me hot and spicy because that's the music that Curry Man came, comes out to. The first time I, the first time I had an opportunity. I, um, to see Curry Man, I thought Christopher Daniels was was booked for the show, but it was Halloween. And so Allison Danger comes out, announces that Christopher Daniels can't make it because he's attending the birth of his son. And everybody's like, okay. She's like, but we found a replacement. And Greg <laughs> like, Greg tells the story of watching my face as I realize that it's Christopher Daniels under the mask. Well, and it was funny because he he's like has a pouty face when she's like Christopher Daniels in here, and the, oh, the music oh, hits. Pouty. The music hits, and I'm like, turn that front upside down. You don't know because he didn't know. He didn't know that Curry yeah. Man was Christopher because Curry Man wasn't a big deal in the states at that point. He was only doing it in Japan and Dragon Gate, and of course he comes out, and then uh, you know. He knew because I was insinuating, but he would have figured it out. He even pulls the mask up at certain points. And, and yeah. what's really good is that on the DVD version of the show that Ring of Honor puts out, at the very end of the DVD, he, he shows up backstage and interrupts a promo. And he's like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready to wrestle. And the guy doing the interview is like, the show's over, man. He's like, what, who wrestled? <laughs> who wrestled? There? Well, Curry Man took your spot. And Daniel's like, how does he always know when I'm not going to be there? <laughs> It's it's good. So good. That, that whole show was a lot of fun. Jay it was. Lethal and Daniels doing that match. They they did a little kid and play uh, Daniel yep. in the middle of the ring. Like, There's all kinds of stuff. That's like one of my That's favorite. Like Dave Prezak is one of the most underrated commentators ever, because he, him doing commentary on that match is fantastic. When he's like, no more dancing, Jay and Jay do Lethal a little series. dancing. He's he's here to wrestle. He's here to wrestle, <laughs> and <laughs> do a little dancing. It's so good. It, it was really 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 good. But anyway, well, that was that was a, a, ver, a, a example of where we digress, and it's amazing. But now we're gonna get things back on track. Viva la raza! That, of course, is the theme song for Miranda Morales at the hashtag Miranda on Facebook and Instagram. No Twitter, because she is the Twitterless. Heroin herself, Miranda. What can we and I, because I have no idea, yes. expect on you this know. week's edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show? Or maybe you yeah, won't tell us. Who knows? I, well, I mean, it's a little bit of both. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you everything. But for sure, we're going to be doing just a little bit of a preview of AEW's Double or Nothing happening this weekend, uh, this Saturday, actually, um, primarily because I was supposed to be there. And because of the pandemic, I am not there because they didn't hold it in Las Vegas or holding it somewhere. 
Undisclosed. They're not holding anywhere, anything in Las Vegas. Yes. No, it's going to be in Jacksonville yeah. because they're doing the football match at the stadium that backs up right to the, the Daly's place. Yes, stadium stampede. So, yes, that's what we'll be talking about and some other stuff on the Hashtag Miranda Show. And some other stuff is what scares me the most. I just want to <laughs> point that out because you never know what and some other stuff might turn into. Lucha-masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you in partnership with Masked Republic. The Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to lucha-masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha legends and pro wrestling revolution luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. All right, so it's time to play a little game. Time to play the game! Is ready to play the game. Patrick O'Dowd. Wait, wait. Who's that theme song for? Time to play the game. The, the most influential man in all of professional wrestling over the last decade. Which is why, Patrick O'Dowd, you and I have decided to do what? I'll play the game. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you know, I'll take care of it. Patrick O'Dowd and I have decided... To do a special uh, podcast. No, I'm just giving you shit, dude. Greg, no, so, you forgot. With Greg DeMarco so and Patrick. Good. Such good no, shit. actually, I I actually was seriously going to um, text you about this. So this is bad news, but might be good news for us for recording. Uh-huh. Um, I got furloughed uh, at work for a week. Um, coming up. No, yeah, I'm not furloughed for like indefinitely. Relax, everybody. Right. I saw all your faces. Like shit. I should clarify. It's like, oh, by the way, I got furloughed. Like what? <laughs> No. I, I have to take a, I have to take a week unpaid vacation the week of June eighth or something like that. Okay. So I've got like five days. All right, we'll get some stuff done. Like I, I could probably do a podcast. I might even take a day off and we'll just knock a bunch out. So what Patrick O'Dowd is alluding to is he and I have decided because you know Patrick O'Dowd he loves to complain both on air and off air that Miranda came in and ruined the show by taking away my you know job. precious airtime from him. He, he doesn't do that. Um, not. A lot, but not anymore. no, no, he still does it. <laughs> just not, it's just, just a lower volume, just a lower volume of it. And so we decided to come together and do a show that we're going to call triple talk. And the subtitle will be time to play the game. Now I teased it last week on the hashtag Miranda show by playing a portion of triple H's theme song. But what we are going to do is go back in history and basically each episode, which will be shorter, probably like 30 minutes. We're going to talk about one triple H match on on the show and we're going to go through the career and the highlights of Triple H and we're probably we're pretty much going to start with all of his WrestleMania matches. We'll go match by match through Triple H's career. Unless we want to do the pay-per-view thing, Patrick, but I think we we're going to start with WrestleMania cuz you know, we can jump around and I mean, do whatever. Good lord, that's going to be a lot of matches. Right, and we and we have the freedom to to skip around and pick whatever we want to do. But we'll talk about the match, what was going on and and we even have our own special rating scale for the matches that, that are involved. And it's the most simplistic rate for, for an internet wrestling community that likes to see matches that are four and three quarter stars or, you know, whatever, you know, 9.7 out of 10, stuff like that. We are going to rate these triple H matches by giving them good. No, no bad, good, or great one H two H's or three H's. <laughs> that is how we are going to rate the matches on triple talk. It's all about the game. Time to play the game. 
So there you go. Coming soon here on the Chairshot Radio Network. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. But the game we're going to play today is a game I'm calling This or That. And it's I thought about it a couple weeks ago and was just kind of waiting for the right time to do it. And basically, I'm going to give Patrick and Miranda and myself two or three options. And we'll pick one. And the reason why will be some discussion. We won't do heavy discussion on all of them. We're 40 minutes into the program, so we probably won't do heavy discussion on a lot of them. It's more about just our choices and what, and what fun they are. I have 14. I think I added one, so I have 15. I only gave them the first one just so they can see what we're doing and just how simplistic it is. Dude, you said on the rundown you had 13. I added some. Had 14. What time did I send the rundown? It was like 11 o'clock. That was nine hours ago, almost 10 hours ago. So you know how that. my brain works. Like, there's no way I was going to, you know, not think of more. I mean, I, I, had, I went to the gym. I had to do some other. I was in the car. Like, all the places where I think have happened since then. So, you're lucky it's not 27 choices and just 15. Because I, I literally added one. Right before we started the show, there, so there are other shows. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get to them all. We will. We'll get to them all. Um, so it's ba- very simple. This or that, and and we'll have some fun with it. Don't give reasons. Just give your answer, and then we might dig into the reasons. First one's very simple. I kind of think I know what people are going to say, but we'll find out. We'll, Patrick will go first, then Miranda will go first, and we'll alternate. And I'll give my answers at the my answer at the end of each. Patrick O'Dowd, this or that? Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan. Miranda. Ric Flair. I'm a Ric Flair too. And, and it is, is it, or, or is it any of Hogan's recent transgressions, recent interview in issues coming into play for you, Miranda? A little bit, but I just, I like Flair's flair more, his personality. I, that's just what draws me to him. Yeah. I, flair for me, like when I discovered the NWA after a couple of years of watching WWF, I was hooked, and, and so Flair will always be that for me. Patrick, did you say Hogan because of, of basically he launched his whole business? or? Uh, I mean, that's part of it. Also, you know, an AWA guy who watched a little bit of Hogan when I was really, really young, and then he exploded promoted in the WWE. Um, and most, I mean, I was raised on the WWF. Like, I didn't discover the NWA until later. Okay. So we're going to, like I said, that, that we may not even talk this much about them just because of time so number two this or that miranda will go first sting or the undertaker i gotta go undertaker patrick <laughs> sting just to just to clarify that the lovely and talented mrs demarco is downstairs heard that she went sting i marital issues i am going undertaker as well but it's close it, it's definitely close so this or that, Patrick O'Dowd, and you guys will know why I picked these two: Drew McIntyre or Braun Strowman. <laughs> uh, Drew McIntyre. Miranda. Drew McIntyre. I will say Drew McIntyre as well. So that's our first sweep of the two present-day world champions in WWE. This one has a, a caveat, a um, basically a category that we're falling into because there's so much that we can compare these two. Better present day part timer, Miranda Brock Lesnar or John Cena? Ooh, Brock Lesnar. Patrick. John Cena. I was gonna go Brock Lesnar, so I thought we might get a sweep in that one, but we did not. So 
There we go. I will go Brock Lesnar as well. He gives kids cancer. <laughs> See? <laughs> that, that's John Cena who gives kids cancer. Brock Lesnar does not give kids cancer. He F5s the cancer out of children. And that's where... <laughs> we could do like Chuck Norris facts. We could do Brock Lesnar facts. And that could be oh, one yeah. of them. He Fs five cancer out of kids. All right, Patrick O'Dowd. The Four Horsemen or the NWO? Horsemen. Miranda? NWO. I'm Horseman as well. Uh, that, that's just uh, what I grew up on. So that is understandable. Two of the greatest factions of all time. All right, Miranda. Bruce Pritchard or Brother Love? <laughs> on a scale of what? Just pick this or that. Just pick what? Uh, you know what? Brother Love. Patrick? Bruce Pritchard. I, it's that's like the closest one for me, but I have to pick one. You know, I hate ties, so I'm gonna go with Brother Love as well. That's not really fair. I listen to Bruce Pritchard's. I don't know, whatever. Who cares? It's a game. <laughs> it doesn't matter who we pick in the end. Okay, these two are together because they both started in 2002, and they are both here today. Patrick O'Dowd, Ring of Honor, or Impact Wrestling? Oh. I, I should have stopped on that one. Uh, impact. Miranda? I was going to say impact. You're allowed to have the same answer. No, I know. I'm surprised. The wavelength thing is happening. I'm going Ring of Honor, but that's, I mean, I don't think Patrick's surprised by that. It's close too, but, and, and I'm more like nostalgic Ring of Honor. I'm not picking present day versions of the companies. To me, it's just historically and, and you know. I worked for him. Like, I can't. Yes. Well, that was. Okay. Miranda Morales, the original NXT, not the one we love today, but the original NXT or tough enough. Tough enough. Patrick. The original NXT. Tough enough. Why the original NXT? Why? Because I never watched tough enough. Oh, okay. That's like a zero. That's a downer. I'm I'm sorry. I think it's on the network. Yeah. That, that's nice. <laughs> there is no interest in watching stuff enough. Not at all. None whatsoever. He gave us Maven. Thank God for that. <laughs> hey, Maven ended up doing some great things on the Home Shopping Network. Awesome! I came to okay. That's what I felt like when when Patrick gave his thing about not watching Tough Enough. That was a cave moment. Patrick <laughs> down. Okay. Who went for Miranda? Went first, right? Okay, Patrick O'Dowd. Johnny Gargano or Tommaso Ciampa? Ciampa. Miranda? Ciampa. Yep, it's a sweep. I am, I'm Tommaso Ciampa as well. Also, I, God, this is such a bad thing to say. Better interview on the show was Tommaso Ciampa. Like, yeah. like, and that's and Gargano. Here's, here's another funny story since we got historical earlier. Johnny Gargano has been on the show twice. And both shows that he promoted, one each time, he got hurt at. Oh, wow. Yeah. We were not good. For we were bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. So. Third time is not a charm. Right. I just, right. Never came back yeah. on the show after that. And, nope. and I mean, Johnny, he didn't. Johnny was nice. He was, very, he was a very gracious interview. He was. Uh, I the thing the thing that pushed Chomp over the edge, and this is the thing, we met him once, and he, he like, I, you know, made us feel like a million bucks when he met us, and like, yeah, pretended like, to remember. Remember the interview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I what the interview was. It was exactly. very nice. Aww. Very nice. 
was like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I remember you. I was like, yeah. Not quite a step down from Adam Pierce, who can tell you details about things, but it's, uh, yeah, he definitely, definitely pretended to remember. All right. Well, that was the true friend of the show. What's that? He's the true friend of the show. Yeah, absolutely. He's a true friend of the show. He's got his own soundbite. Nice try, though. All right, Miranda. I know what you're going to say, but I think we're, oh. we might sweep this one. Chris Benoit. I went there. Or Eddie Guerrero. Well, yeah, of course. Eddie Guerrero. Patrick. Can't do this to me, huh? <laughs> wait, wait. Don't, don't answer yet. Don't, don't answer yet. Don't answer yet. Okay. I'm not using my danger zone card. Okay, go ahead. No. You're not going to answer the question? <laughs> He's no. not playing. The game, you have to answer the question. So if you want to not answer the question, you're going to have to use danger zone to not answer the question. No, see, I just think you're going to play the Danger Zone song while I try to answer the Oh, question. no, I actually wasn't. This is, this is, I did no, it enough really. beforehand. Yeah, I did it enough. All right, you weren't going to brand me then. No. I see how it is. All right, um, since you're forcing me to pick, I'll pick Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, I picked Eddie Guerrero, too. I mean, Eddie Guerrero, I've, I'm on record as saying, in hindsight, I think he might be the, the greatest of all time in terms of in-ring performer and everything else. So, All right, Patrick, go down. This one's going to be fun. We might sweep this one, too. We'll see. WrestleMania... Or the Royal Rumble? Uh, the Royal Rumble. Miranda? Yeah, the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I've been to both, and I would have to say the Royal Rumble. I would. All right, choose wisely on this one, Miranda Morales. And Patrick O'Dowd. AJ Styles or Adam Cole? Oh, you know, I, hmm, I gotta go AJ Styles. Patrick O'Dowd. See, now I was going to pick by going boom, and you took that from me, but Adam Cole, baby. I'm going to surprise, no, I'm not going to surprise you guys. I'm going to Adam Cole. I mean, come on. He's the greatest wrestler walking God's green earth. According to everybody but Miranda Morales, apparently. So I like him a lot. I, I respect you. him. I just like AJ Moore. Did you frame his tweet from this week? Is it already framed up in, in your room as far as... I haven't know? even seen it. I don't, I'm not on there that much still. I'll go find it now. That you, you're, you're supposed to send these things to me. Remember, that's one of your jobs as, as one of my best friends. You send me this what stuff. Did Adam, what did Adam Cole tweet? Wasn't it a, a tweet about uh, he's, what, the longest reigning NXT champion or and only, like, three-time ROH champion? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's true. Kind of just highlighting his, his, his legacy. I forgot the rest of the tweet, but. Yeah, well, next time you see a tweet like that, just just. Click that link and send it to, I, send it to Okay. Marco. I thought I thought you already saw it. I thought it's already framed in You would in think. Your it, room. Had I known about it, it would have been. I would have printed it. I would have gotten it on the glossy There's paper. There's still time. You can frame it. Michael's is open again, I'm sure. You can go ahead. Yeah, reduced hours, though. So it's going to take some time. But I'll get it done. 
I will get it done. <laughs> After this, I kind of want to get it framed <laughs> just because of <laughs> everything that you're saying. It's so, a nice picture of him, too. I know how much you love right. pictures of Adam Cole. I mean, come on. All right. Who went first in the last one? Did Miranda go first? On the, Miranda went first in the last one. Yes. Patrick O'Dowd. The New Day or The Shield? The New Day. Miranda? The New Day. Yeah, I got to go New Day, too. It's the, where the sum is kind of greater than the parts. And, and that's what I think New Day New Day is. But uh, we're going to stay on the topic of The Shield. Miranda Morales. Dean Ambrose. Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns? Oh, that's hard. It's supposed to be hard. This is this is engaging radio. I know. Oh, and it's like current versus past and all that. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't put any disclaimer on it, so it's however no, I know. you want to pick. That's why. I got like especially currently Seth Rollins. Okay, Patrick, go down. Since day one of the Shield debuting. I've been on board with this guy, Roman Reigns. This is my yard now. Yeah, I got I to gotta go Roman Reigns as well, but Seth Rollins would definitely be a close second. Johnny idiot face. And he's a heel right now too, which made it even tougher because heel Seth Rollins is just so hard. So I feel good. like we never got a proper, and we still could. We really need a proper heel Seth Rollins, babyface Roman Reigns program, like WrestleMania program. There's so much history they could do, so much they could do. All right, last question. Patrick O'Dowd, Stone Cold Steve Austin, or The Rock? Uh, The Rock. Miranda? Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Stone Cold! My best JR impression. That's what you think. It doesn't matter what you think! I would actually go Stone Cold, too. Personally, I love The Rock, but Stone Cold, just the impact he had on the business... I would go Stone Cold Steve Austin. So there you go. This or that. Were there any ones that we didn't dig into that you guys wanted to dig into more and, and, and share reasoning or learn reasoning on? I mean, for all of them, I want to be like this because, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's not, uh, but do I, do, I don't know if there was anything that I was really like, oh my God, I really wish I would have talked about X. That would have forced, you know, I didn't want to use my danger zone. <laughs> well, that's what I'm asking you now is no, no danger zone need, needs to be used to, to, to dig into it, but it's okay. Well, you know what? We, we could always, some of these we could literally do a whole show on and, and maybe yeah, we will someday. It's still, yeah. we're, we're, even though states are lifting things, we're still in the midst of a global pandemic. So you just never know. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes and you better make it good. We got three minutes and we're out of here. The clock is ticking and we're in. So on your rundown, it says I got this one because I do. Uh, if you're listening to this show, you're, you follow wrestling on the internet. And if you follow wrestling on the internet, you've undoubtedly at some point in your life been to 411mania.com. There's a good chance that's how you know who I am. And I started writing in 411mania in October of 2010. And I did so at the, the choice and the behest. And I was given a specific column by one. Larry Zonka, and and most people who are online now know that Larry Zonka passed away unexpectedly um, uh, yesterday, on Monday. His wife found him um, 
they just didn't wake up basically don't know much else about it uh his wife who was working literally two jobs um two two daughters and and larry of course was working he'd been working full-time for Warner mania for damn near 15 years uh they only have two full-time employees larry and jeremy and and Larry just just became that whole site. Like anybody who goes to Four One One Mania knows Larry Zonka. And about a year ago, you know, he was in an accident and due to complications from recovery, lost a leg, and of course, tons of medical bills associated with that. And and you know, sometimes when you write for a wrestling website, you might not have those benefits. So I don't know how that all plays out. But uh, Larry passing away, I mean. There's a chance. I don't know. I, I can't, you know, history get changed. It's the butterfly effect, right? Who knows? But had had Larry not given me the wrestling five and one, which was usually featured for the entire weekend at 411 Mania, unless there was a pay-per-view, especially when I started and they really weren't covering a lot of stuff outside of wrestling. Um, he gave me prime real estate from day one. And that's where I kind of staked my claim. And so you could say in a roundabout way without really being able to prove certain things or knowing None of this might not be happening if it wasn't for Larry Zonka. And it's, it's you know, I owe a ton to him. Um, hell, we might not be podcasting, Patrick, if it's not for Larry Zonka, because it was me calling into his show that made me decide, dude, we can do this. And yep. it just sucks that, you know, somebody who, you know, who cares what you think about his takes on wrestling and if you agree with his views on that. This is fun. This is this is extra stuff in our lives. This isn't important compared to what we're going through right now. You know, in the midst of a global pandemic, people dealing with shit, people passing away. Like that's that's real. That's real life. And 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 the passing of Larry Zonka is just um crazy sad. I feel for his wife, I feel for his two daughters. It's just insane, and, and you just don't know. I mean, I got a text message from, from Steve Cook, and and I'll share it, even though I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want me to. Literally, all the text message from Steve Cook said was, I'll, I'll find it just to make sure I'm not leaving anything out. Hang on, I got to. Yesterday morning, 10.05 a.m. local time, so Larry died. That's all it said, and and – uh, and, and Cook has an article coming out tomorrow with chairshot.com. He was personal friends with Larry, and he talks about that. Uh, it sucks. And, and you know, um, Larry is literally, I'm eight days older than Larry. So, and, and so for him to pass away, and I feel, you know, younger than, than I did 10 years ago right now, it just stinks. And, you know, life deals everybody different cards sometimes. And sometimes those cards are easy and a great hand and sometimes they're not and it's what you make of it and Larry made a ton with it and, and I don't want to go into details about what he did after he lost his leg because Steve does a much better job of it in his article that comes out tomorrow but uh, Larry we miss you thank you for for everything um, on behalf of us on behalf of the whole wrestling community the, the man was a machine and will be sorely missed but sorely missed by no one other you know more than his family, than his wife and his two daughters. And just, just my heart breaks for them, for their family, and, and what they've got to go on now without that. Quick side note, it's in the ChairShot Facebook group. It's also on my Twitter feed. I think I shared it on Facebook, my Facebook feed as well. His mother-in-law has put up a GoFundMe for his daughters and going to college because now they're down to, to the single income. Um, last I checked, it was over $18,000. Um, and the goal is $50,000. So if you can spare, uh, let's get it there. You know, I, I've given to it and I think that, um, it's worth it. Um, 
even Cody Rhodes donated to it. So, um, you know, you'll see some, some high dollar amounts in there and some low dollar amounts. It doesn't matter if you can give anything. I think I saw somebody donated $4. Like that's, that's contributing towards the goal. If you have the opportunity to spare anything, please do so. Uh, please help out the Zonka family and, and, you know, Larry, you'll be sorely missed. So rest in peace, my friend, rest in power. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the other side. On that note, that is going to do it for this week's edition of Chair Shot Radio. Patrick O'Dowd is at The Wrestling Realist on Twitter. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Patrick, got anything for the good people? No, no, man. I think we've said it all. It was a good show today. Miranda, what about you? Oh, I, Miranda, what about you? She is at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. Not Twitter, because she is the Twitterless heroine. Uh, just hopefully everyone continue to stay safe. I love you guys, even though you give me a tremendous amount of crap every week. I come back because I love you guys. We love you too. All right, next week, we'll see what we do. We'll see what we have in store for everybody next week. We'll see what the wrestling world gives us. If not, maybe we'll play another game. Who knows? Thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, share. Head on over to thechairshot.com, at thechairshot.com. Listen to Bandwagon Nerds. Listen to the Hashtag Miranda Show. Support the product. We love it and appreciate you for doing so. And we will see you guys next time.